listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Andrea. And with me today is my co-host, Kitsy. Hey, that's me. I'm here again, probably for the last time this year. Hey, Kitsy. Hey, Andrea. Today's Thursday. Oh, shit. <laughs> what are we doing what here? What are we doing here? We're not supposed to be here today. We're not even supposed to be here today. Because we're so consistent about putting out episodes every Friday. We're so very consistent. <laughs> well, I... We're really closing the gap, too, because last week's episode went out on Saturday, and this one is going out on Thursday. That's so. a that's really calling your shot, because as we're recording this, the episode has not come out yet, so. <laughs> Approximately Saturday. But we wanted to give people um, a little extra time with this episode. And why is that? Because tomorrow is the start of the High Holy Days. Yes. Chart. Where we all make our pilgrimage. To the sacred land of Gainesville, Florida. For fest. Yes, for fest. And so we're doing our, what now has become our annual festisode, because we've done it twice. Well, I hate that. That it's annual or that I'm calling it the festisode? That, that, that's the one. Oh, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Let me do this again. It's our annual Fest of the Dial episode. Oh, now you're in trouble. <laughs> we're doing our fest episode. Fest episode, obviously, we've picked a handful of bands who are playing fest. Um, that, that we're, we're excited about. And that we think you should check out. Yes. I tried to... My picks, I tried to pick mostly artists who I wasn't, who I hadn't seen live and who we hadn't covered yet on the podcast. And I did the opposite. <laughs> I tried to pick bands who we are good friends with and we've covered and have been on the podcast and have been in the live <laughs> sessions uh, because I am very bad at branching out. Which... Well, no, I mean, technically, here's what I'll say. Technically. I do have a good reason, though. Well, but hold on, though. You don't even need to qualify that really because technically only one of the bands that you've picked have we featured before i guess we're going to talk about catfight first <laughs> um that's correct catfight has never been on the podcast nor have they ever played in the studio um however catbite who is the band that catfight actually is has mm -hmm. but uh i wanted to feature catfight because it's it's the hardcore for those of you who don't know it's the hardcore version of catbite uh, and they're playing, uh, they're playing a, a, only a couple shows as Catfight. I think one of them already happened in Philly. Uh, but the other one is going to be at Fest, which at this point I believe is at like 1 a.m. Uh, I should pull the schedule up. Yeah. I think it's at like 1 a.m. at High Dive on Saturday. But, um. But check the Fest app. Especially because it, y'all know it can change, um, at a moment's notice. Yes. The fest, the fest schedule has tend to change. So please check the fest app for your, uh, for, for the most up-to-date times, because these may be out of date by the time fest happens. We are recording this a week in advance. Uh, but Catfight is playing Andrea when? Catfight's playing Saturday at, um, 1 10 AM at High Dive, which is so late. It's so past our bedtime, but I'm so excited because it's also the middle of the weekend, which means I will be at my most delirious. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to watch one of our favorite bands play songs that I love in a completely bonkers. Hardcore style. Cool as hell way. And then we're going to try to go to sleep. <laughs> and then we're going to try to go to sleep. <laughs> After that energy. Yep. Who decided? Anyway, um, so I am going to play a couple. I'm actually going to play a couple songs because they're pretty short. Um, but we're going to play a couple catfight songs and then we're going to talk about them.
so you just heard two uh, two songs by Catfight. One of them was uh, Amphetamine Delight, which is delightful. And the other one is their cover of Sneaky Feelings by Elvis Costello, which if you haven't heard their like actual ska cover of is amazing. They do a great rendition at their Left the Dial live session, which you can find at leftthedial.fm. Uh, but this is a little bit different. Uh, it's a little bit shorter. It is uh, six seconds long. It's so funny. Which is hilarious. I think if you're not a hardcore fan, which... I'm I'm not, and it's not that I don't like hardcore. I just never really got into it. But it, like, it's not it's not my it's not something I gravitate towards. Yeah, and I think like on the I think that's one of the places where you and I tend to overlap least. And I'm not like so invested in, but I think that I have. But all that to say, like, I don't think you need to be a serious hardcore fan to like this stuff. But also, if you are, I think there are a lot of little fun kind of like almost Easter eggs in yes. the CP, including Sneaky Feelings being th- how many seconds Six long? Seconds. Six seconds long. Yeah. There's also a moment in one of the tracks that we didn't feature that I won't tell you which one because you should just go listen to the whole thing. It's um, on Bandcamp. We'll have a link in the description. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where Tim um, angrily encourages everybody to move to the front of the room, which is every every local hardcore show I've ever been to. Yep. It's it's delightful. Um, they put They've out got some- merch for sale in the back. Yeah, they do actually have merch for sale in the back. Um, if you go to catbite.bandcamp.com, I think they still have a few copies of the vinyl uh, available. It is uh, it is an A side of Cat Fight and a B side of Cat Light, which is their Yeehaw version of their their songs. Are they the best band? Yes. The thing about Cat Fight is that like I think what a lot of people knew them for initially was their covers. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out, oh, they're also a really incredible ska band. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out, oh, they also do really incredible covers of their own ska band. They they really commit to the bit, and that's what I love about them. Yeah. Um, but these were kind of these are these two little, I guess, EPs were born out of the pandemic and not mm-hmm. being able to play shows and tour and just like what what goofy fun things can we do at yeah. home? And but now they're actually taking Catfight to Fest and they're playing a set and uh, they, I, I, I think I can say they rehearsed Catfight here in our studio, uh, recently, and you're not gonna want to miss it because it's really good. Well, that's the thing too, is that like, like you said, commit to the bit. It's so, it's so fun and so silly and goofy, but it wouldn't work if it weren't great. Th- that's right. Like, like it's like they commit to the bit, but they also execute very well. Yeah, you need like, both. Like they could, they could be a hardcore band if they wanted to. Like our um, friends in Hit Like a Girl who last week dropped the fucking... Like, Metalcore Jam metal- of the Century. Yeah, exactly. I was literally going to say Metalcore Jam of the Century. But you said it better because I just said Metal Cool. Metal Cool. That is a new genre. Bubble Grunge and Metal Cool are my two favorite genres. Oh, boy. Anyway, that's Catfight. Um, oh, yeah. We love you, Catbite. Catfight. Um, check them out at Fest. If you're going to be at Fest, if you're not going to be at Fest, keep an eye on our YouTube channel because you mm. might just have a chance to catch... The cat fight set there in the not too distant future. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that's cat fight. That's my first choice for today. Andrea, what's next on our list? Up next is another Philly band. I love Philly bands. That's where I'm from. Yeah, and this is one that we've we have not featured. Um, and I'm really excited to talk about them. And they are called. They're a little Philly band called Hall and Oats. No, it's a band called Sweet Pill. Um, they're a Philly band. They how? They're on Top Shelf Records. I don't know how they haven't come up on the show before. Yeah, how how have they not? Well, they're a pretty newer band. So, yeah, so we're going to get right into it. We're going to listen to... So we're going to get right into it with their song, Dog Song. Oh, I'm talking to myself again. I can relate. 
next song is off of their debut full length, I'm pretty sure, which came out May of this year. Oh, wow. So they're, so they're, they're pretty they're, new. They're a pretty new band. They don't sound like a pretty new band. They sound like they've been doing this forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you told me this came out in the early two thousands, I'd believe you. And that's a good that's a good thing from from us here. Yeah, because that's when we were young, <laughs> and that's when things were good. That's when things were good. Things were only good when we were young. Yes, um, I like that. It's a little mathy, without being overly so. So that's what I was going to ask you. I'm glad to have the the person who actually understands music. Well, here. <laughs> better than I. Here's why I picked this song out off of this album, which every song is great. I picked it specifically because it's called Dog Song. So that's where that's where I kind of enter the Yeah, no, you made the right choice. You made the right choice. Um, is that what's going on with the drums and stuff? Yeah. Where it's like pulling back a little bit? Yeah. It's not just a straightforward driving beat. That's um, but that that's what's going on. That's there. what's going on there. Yeah. I love that yeah. so much. Yeah, cool. Ma- Matthew is usually like the the drums are not a straightforward driving rhythm and the guitars are a little like Bloodily, see for lack okay. of a better word. No, that's does that make sense to you? That's not for lack of a better word. That's the exact word I needed. The bloodily so, word. Bloodily is exactly yeah. right, folks. I'm gonna talk lyrics for a minute. Uh, the the first two lines of the song. I'm talking to myself again. I can relate to that, my friend. One vocalist relating to themselves, talking to themselves about talking to themselves again. It's so that is brilliant. I love that. I love that. So that much. is subtle, but that is subtle brilliance yeah, right there. I exactly. Love that. Uh, this is just a, a great band with a great sound with really smart lyrics like that all yeah. throughout. Killer vocalist. I, I love her vocals. Um, Zayna. Um, and yeah, obviously they're on this list because this is our fest episode. Oh, and they're playing fest. And they're playing fest. So um, if you... Where can I see them? You can see them as of right now. And I'm not going to say it after every um, set time that we drop, but I will say it a second time now. And we'll say it at the end. And we'll say it at the end. Subject to change. I, if you haven't downloaded the fest app... And you, you gotta like it's a true lifesaver. It is, and you know what? You should give it five stars because uh, Steve, the guy who makes it, worked really hard on it. That's Chaluminati, right? Chaluminati, yeah. yeah. Who makes really just kind of like any cool app that is in the like, like related in any way to like the quote unquote scene, like that. Yeah. Uh, hit like a girl. Um, oh, that game. And yeah. Dikembe. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. So yeah, give it five and, stars. And the Fest app, which is great because you can build your own schedule like based on what you want to see where, which is lovely. Um, and it's really easy to switch out. And anytime a set is up, a set is changed, you get an update. It's really great. This ad brought to you by Chiluminati. <laughs> All that to say, as of right now, you can see Sweet Pill at the Woolly at 9, 10 p.m. on Sunday. Um, and they're playing between... They're playing between short fictions and 84 Tigers, which is like, I, I just think this is like the Wooly on Sunday is a one a great place to set up if you're looking for a place on Sunday night to just... Just be. To just be. Because the... the Why not? It's pretty stacked, huh? Yeah. It's uh, Callous Dowboys, Night Watch, No Man, Short Fiction, Sweet Pill, 84 Tigers, and then Such Gold closes out that set. Um, although I should say I'm looking at all of the Sunday sets and that's kind of true everywhere. Sunday night is bonkers you just kind of got to pick your vibe because like i think we're going to be at heartwood because heartwood sunday night's got a pretty good stretch of bands yeah um heartwood is also nuts it really is like either if you have a pretty chill friday and saturday and you save up your energy for sunday you're gonna want to run around like crazy because there's so much Mm -hmm. good stuff if however you do what we've already what we're already like scheduled to do and have burnt yourself out by sunday afternoon Pick a stage, post up, and you will be happy. Yeah. 
should I just run through the Heartwood stage real quick for Sunday? Because it is. Yeah, why not? Bananas. If you walk in at doors at, at noon 30 and you don't move, you are going to see expert timing, nervous dater, home is where, cliff diver, Annabelle, bong mountain, and then <laughs> buckle up, Chris Farron, warriors, the world is a beautiful place and I am no longer afraid to die, into it over it, and then in, to, how long has this band been? A band. I mean, I know they took a break, but I don't think I've ever been able to say their name. Let's without try it. Let's try it. Thinking really hard about it. Algernon Ked. You almost had it. Maybe the problem is I've been thinking about it. Algernon. Ke- oh, now Algernon's the problem. <laughs> I didn't expect that to be the thing maybe, to trip maybe me up. You maybe, maybe you should say the first name and then take a break and say the second name, then you can edit it together. Oh, Algernon. Maybe I go a syllable at a time. Yeah. Cadwallader. You tried all at once. Did I do it? Algernon Cadwall. Yeah. It's the wall. Algernon Cadwallader. You did that, it. That doesn't sound right. You did it. I think the problem is that doesn't sound right to me. Algernon, I want it to be Caldewalder. It's not. That's not what it is. But it should Algernon Caldewalder. <laughs> okay. Or Cadwallader. There, Wait, is that right? That's right. You got it. Algernon Cadwallader. There it is. You learned how to pronounce a name today. Ask me again in ten minutes. Anyway, so that is a fucking <laughs> lineup and a half. But so is the one. I mean, like, I could just read. I'm not going to, but there's just not a. Festa is always nuts, but I just feel like. Yeah. Anyway. They book a lot of bands. Hey, Andrea. Hey, Kitsy. What's next? Why don't you tell me? So next, I want to talk about Warriors, who, as you and longtime listeners will know, is a personal favorite of mine. They have an EP of covers they released uh, last year, uh, early last year, I think in March, uh, called the Old Friends EP. And this is, I guess, the title track. Uh, It's a cover of Rancid's Old Friend.
forget how much I love that song. It's It's been a long time since I've listened to Rancid regularly, but this was always one of my favorites of theirs. Yeah. And I think Warriors does a really good job with it. Yeah, I mean, and Out Come the Wolves was like, that's one of those formative mm-hmm. albums, I think, for a lot of people in and around our age. like Old? <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's the one. And yeah, I don't think we need to say too much about Warriors because we've talked about Warriors a lot. We've had Lauren on the podcast. They were great. Go back and listen to that episode. It was like our fourth episode or something. Um, yeah. I, yeah. We're big, big fans. We're big fans. You know that. Uh, Warriors is playing two sets at Fest. Uh, one of them is uh, Lauren playing solo, playing a bunch of old, rare uh, songs that Warriors do not really play live anymore. So you don't want to miss that. Yeah, and I think Lauren said and likely will not be playing them live again. Yeah. So this is probably, if you you know like old Warriors stuff, this is probably your time to shine. Uh, and when is that one, Andrea? That one is on Friday, which is the 28th. Um, it's at 9 o'clock at uh, Vivid Music Hall, which is the, which was, I was going to say the old, but it didn't last long, right? Yeah. Um, it was Knockin' Boots last year. And it was eight seconds before that. And I think you said it was something else it was, even It's something that, different right? every year. Well, this year it's, it's uh, that one. This year it's Vivid Music Hall, um, playing in between Bob Nana and Sam Russo. That's another great. That's a, yeah. This, this, <laughs> this is the episode where I just read every band playing at Fest, the Fest episode. Um, it's John Stodgrass, Timeshares, Bob Nana, Warrior, Sam Russo, Brennan Kelly, Tim Barry, Chuck Reagan. That's a great, like. That's insane. It's a great lineup of, like, powerhouse front people of bands doing yeah. solo stuff, which is so cool. Yeah. Um. And then Warriors proper, the full band, is playing at Hartwood, I believe, Saturday? Saturday. Um, oh, no, no, no. Sunday. They're, Sunday. Um, they're on that uh, lineup. They're right between Chris Farron and The World is a Beautiful Place and I'm No Longer Afraid to Die. Oh, yeah. Also a killer. Unbelievable. Killer lineup. So uh, definitely catch at least one of those, if not both, because Warriors is great. Warriors is... I'm... Warriors is one of those bands where I've seen them just in the last, like, since touring started again. I think I've seen them live more than any band except maybe, maybe Catbite, but maybe not. Because they opened for Brian Fallon on that tour that we accidentally, on purpose, ended up going to three different shows. Still not mad about that. No, it was great. Um, And then they opened for Jawbreaker Mm -hmm. in Philly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, anyway, it doesn't matter. But they're one of those bands where, like, the biggest bands in the world bring them out on the road. And then you get to watch people fall in love with a band that they maybe weren't familiar with before. Yes, I love that. And if you're keeping count, uh, Warriors is one of the bands that Mike Yerrick will be playing with. Um, one of the many. He recently shared his fest schedule. And I think he's playing, like, six sets and a DJ set over the weekend. I don't know how true this is, um, but I've, I've heard that the hardest part of scheduling fest is making sure that you don't <laughs> double book Mikey Erg somewhere. Um, I, I feel like that's got to be true. And I feel true. like that's got to be true, right? Like, that, that's, that feels right. Yeah. Anyway, Warriors is great. We love Warriors. We love Mikey Erg. Go see Mikey Erg play with... Basically walk into any venue at any time, and Mikey Erg might be playing. I can't believe I didn't pick an Erg song. Because the fucking Ergs are playing this year. and Yeah, but no one no one needs us to tell them to I go guess, watch the Ergs. I guess that's true. That's the thing. That's, that's, that's very true. Um, also, one of my highlights of the last, like, two years was um, the Warrior set before Brian Fallon in Jersey when they covered uh, books about Miles Davis. Yes. That was very fun. I guess it's, it's covering. It's Mikey Erg with 
Yeah. Or, it wasn't the Ergs doing it. Yeah. So uh, Catfight is a cover band. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's fun because um we weren't gonna go to that show. That was the second of two <laughs> shows right. at at, at um, Count Basie. We heard that that was gonna happen, and we weren't gonna go to that second show. And then we're like, well, now we got it. Yeah, and, and it was so we did, and we're glad we did. It was so worth it. It was definitely worth it. I mean, it was worth it anyway. But I, it was Warriors and Brian Fallon. It wasn't gonna be a bad God, show, that was even though we've good... seen the show twice already. And also, shout out to um... Brian Fallon for making an egregious error at the Macy's. Bought the wrong size jeans. Oh, that's so. I, I was like. Count Basie, not Macy. What did I say? You no, you said you said the right thing. I just forgot. Oh, okay. It's because he his jeans were too big and somebody gave him a belt. Yes. And then he did a bunch of bits about it. You know what? I'm gonna say it. I would pay money for a Brian Fallon stand-up hour. I know you're less into show banter than I am. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like you're down for Brian Fallon doing his bits during his show, I think is a pretty good yeah. um, like like I would I would absolutely pay money to see a Brian Fallon banter only set if and only if he didn't prepare anything in advance yeah he's a pretty good uh off the but like I want him to have a guitar <laughs> and never play it and like like maybe every now and then he plays a couple chords like he's gonna start a song and then he goes back into talking mm-hmm. and just never plays a song and I think that would be hilarious um for people who are expecting him to play songs and he just doesn't you know what I love Brian about Fallon that? if you're listening Normally, I would say it's not fun to punk an audience when you think, because I think of like brand new one time, the last time I saw them, fuck brand new, but before we knew fuck brand new, mm-hmm. um, they, it was after Deja Tandu, but before the album after that, that I don't care about that people love. Um, and I never got into them, so I'm not familiar with okay. any of this. They have a great, great, like pop punk, whatever album mm-hmm. first, and then they have a really great album after that. And then people love them for the next two albums. I don't care. Point being, though, 70 times 7 was their, like, big, like, it was everybody's away message for a long time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, now, for our younger viewers, an away message. <laughs> did I say viewers? I meant listeners. So an away message. Oh, right. Back back in the day when you'd use things like AOL Instant Messenger. This is before Twitter. <laughs> this is before Snapchat. Uh, when you weren't at your computer, what you would do is you would leave your AOL Instant Messenger signed in as if you were, but you put up what's called an away message, which would tell people that you weren't actually there, and you'd put the lyrics to your favorite song so people would be like, wow, that person's yeah. really deep. It was really important that the song be secretly about somebody. It, it, usually your crush. Usually. And you would hope that they would read it and realize it's about <laughs> them and fall in love with you, and that worked exactly zero times for anybody. When you think about it, th- there are so many things that had to happen for that to. Be- hey, call in um, if you are somebody left of the dial. who found your your long term partner by recognizing that an away message was specifically for you based on the lyrics alone. So seventy times seven was the big song, and uh, he said they're the singer of that band. Um, said, uh, and now here's seventy times seven, and then didn't play it, and then continued to not play it for the. In- entirety of their set and when i tell you that was like the song Mm -hmm. that was the song it was like a fucked up thing to do because you don't it's not you don't have to play anything so wait so it'd be like if if hollow notes came out we're like we're gonna play rich girl and then didn't and then didn't and it'd be fine if they came out and never said they were gonna play rich girl and then didn't play rich girl like it's no band's responsibility to play everything that the audience wants to hear but you can't but you can't say you're gonna play the song everyone wants to hear and then not play just it. Just to piss your yeah. the people who paid to be there off. Yeah. Um That's not what I'm suggesting Brian Fallon do. No. I'm suggesting he just play a couple no. of chords. However, and as then keep bantering. Brian Fallon, who has spent the last how long has was Gaslight Anthem 
700 years. Right. The last 700 years having to listen to people scream Gaslight songs at him for his solo shows. Mm -hmm. He's allowed. Yeah. He can do it. He's the only one. Do you, do you think that Gaslight got back together because Brian just got fucking sick of people screaming Gaslight at him at his solo shows and he was like, fine. No, I really hope not because that is we, rewarding. We don't want to reward that behavior. We don't. I, I know what brought Gaslight back. You do too. You were there. It was firing a high level of electricity through Chris Gethard in Asbury Park where he, while he sang the 59 sound in front of a group of people at House of Independence. That's right. It brought them back like fucking it, Frankenstein. It, yeah. <laughs> A hundred percent what brought them back. So everybody listening, <laughs> you're so welcome. Oh, you know who else we should mention is playing fest? Is um Susie True. <laughs> Thank you so much for thinking of I could not think of a single person who wasn't gathered in that moment. Is um is is Gethard. Gethard is a longtime fest performer. He's he's always there. Gethard is playing Sunday night uh at the high dive from 550 to 650. And I don't know what he's going to be doing there if he's going to be doing the hour he's been working out now or if he's going to do something that's more like fest adjacent yeah um but it's a fucking incredible hour i heard if you go to that set mm -hmm. and if you cheer him on enough mm -hmm. he will do a stage dive i've heard that you just have to cheer him on enough yeah he needs he needs a lot of encouragement it needs to be very loud the 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 comedy uh set no stage this year is is pretty incredible and he plays right before kyle canane who is another a favorite legend. of mine yeah he's he's great i i'd say like you know show up whenever because there's a lot of great ones on this list but you show up at 5 50 on sunday you're going to see gethard then you're going to see uh great chicago comic uh kyle canane and then you're going to see the next source that you're going to hear which is jonah ray great Um, 
I don't I don't want to uh I don't want to throw out any accusations here. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think Jonah Ray wrote that song. Yeah, um I don't think that's an original Jonah Ray composition. It is I was going to say it's a parody of a parody, but that's not a parody. It's just a, it's a cover of a parody. It's a reimagining of a parody of a song. So what's what's the deal here? First of all, Jonah Ray is a comedian first and foremost. Yeah, I know who com- Jonah Ray is. Okay, but our listeners might not. Jonah Ray is a comedian and a writer and an actor. You might know him as the host of the most recent host of Mystery Science Theater 3000. That's right. Yes. He's fantastic on that and what I love about him is he is like clearly a huge fan. That wasn't just somebody they pulled in for whatever reason. Like yeah. his first two comedy albums are named after references to movies to bits yeah. from from uh, Mr. Science Theater. Uh, he's fantastic. I love him. He has this side project called You Can't Call Me Al, which is such a funny title. It is just Weird Al Yankovic uh, covers. And Weird Al, if you don't know, <laughs> people know who we got. Weird Al is, right? Weird. Weird. Y'all know Paul F. Tompkins? How um, deep how deep cut can we get with these bits today? So yeah, so he's also very clearly a genuine Weird Al fan. This EP's from 2019, so he's not jumping on the like the recent <laughs> heat that Weird Al Yankovic has picked up. Weird Al's got heat right now? Yeah, well, because he's got that movie that with the the quote unquote biopic starring um, right. Daniel Radcliffe. I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that people are, are loving right now. Also, I, I heard that he's doing a tour right now or recently did a tour where he's only playing like his unpopular, like not hits. We just talked a bunch of shit about how uncool. I, I love Weird Al genuine, genuinely. Like has been one of my favorites. Un, I get. I was gonna say unironically, but I don't know if that actually, if you can judge Weird Al at like ironic or unironically. There's just he's like such a different thing. He's in his own category. But I, I love him so much, and I have loved him so much for so long. And specifically, and I should also say, uh, this cover that that I picked is of his um, parody for Gangster's Paradise by Coolio from the Dangerous Mind soundtrack. Rest in peace, Coolio. I mean that genuinely. He did um, just pass away, and it's very sad. Did he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, just within the last month. Oh, um, was it COVID? Uh, no, it was like, I think it was like a heart thing. Oh, no. Yeah, so. Oh, either, oh, I mean, whatever it was, that's terrible. Yeah, I hope you're not just learning that from me, listeners. Cause I am. Oh, man. Very sad, because I think by all accounts, he not that it would be okay for anybody, but I think like by all accounts, he was a pretty great guy from what I've heard. When I decided to pick this song, I got a little nervous when I remember, like when I was thinking about the fact that like Coolio passed away. And from my memory, he wasn't super thrilled about this cover originally. And so I did some research to make sure that I wouldn't be like doing something kind of like distasteful. Like stomping on his grave. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I found an article or I found an interview with him and he said, this just made me love him so much. Um, I'll sh- I'll drop a link to this if you want. Guys. I mean, I don't know if you want it or not. I'll drop a link. Put a, so, link, in, put a yeah, link in the show notes. Exactly. You can click on it if you want. Yeah. Although Coolio got pretty worked up about the parody at the time, he later explained that he knew he had overreacted. Let me say this. I apologized to Weird Al a long time ago and I was wrong, Coolio said in a 2014 interview with Vice. Y'all remember that. Everybody out there who reads this shit. Real men and real people should be able to admit when they're wrong. And I was wrong. He did parodies of Michael Jackson. He did parodies of all kinds of people. And I took offense to it because I was being cocky and shit and being stupid. And I was wrong. And I should have embraced that shit and went with it. He continued. I listened to it a couple years after that. And it's actually funny as shit. It's one of those things where I made a wrong call and nobody stopped me. So I just. I love someone who can admit when they're wrong. Yeah. There's also a really beautiful picture that um, that 
I almost called him Al. Like we're on a first name. We are. So, yeah. yeah. Um, weird. Weird. Uh, uh, I'll also share on um, Twitter and Instagram uh, when when Coolio passed last month. He Weird Al posted a picture of the two of them hugging, and it is Aww. such a sweet, like genuinely, it just looks like such a joyful picture. It made me very happy. Um, we have talked so much about this song without talking about this song or about Jonah Ray really at <laughs> Should all. Should we leave it at that? No. Um, I Again, this is another example of like we said about Catfight is that like you can do bits in music, mm-hmm. but who gives a shit if it's not good? Yeah. Like this is all, the lyrics are the same, but this music the is- The arrangement's totally different. Totally it's different. It's like a, it's like a pop rock song now. Yeah. Um, and I- Jonah has like a history in in playing in punk bands and stuff. He's yeah. like actually a musician, so it it makes sense mm-hmm. that that it would be this good. And it is. It's great. Yeah. It's really fucking great. It makes me so happy. The whole EP is great, but I just I thought this was the right song to bring today. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you threw this on the list because I I vaguely knew about this, but I kind of forgot about it mm-hmm. and then you just made my day with it. So, oh, okay. So, uh so Jonah Ray you can't call me Al. Where is he? Where and when's he going to be? Oh, it's uh, an Asian Man Records release, by the way. Oh, we love Asian is, Man Records. Yeah, super fun. Um, so uh, he's playing High Dive right after it's Gethard, Kinane, Jonah Ray. Jonah will be playing at 810. Wow, what a stacked lineup that yeah, is. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. And then after that, just real quick, Devin K and the Solutions are um, doing a jukebox party hour, which I'm I'm assuming is ju- is like just covers because i'm assuming you give them a quarter and tell them the song that you want and they play it exactly because then sweet gloom is playing a ramones cover set and then to close out high dive on sunday night is sarcasm playing a replacements cover set nice which we like Eh. i don't know if you know this kitsy i've heard of the replacements but i've never really gotten into them yeah i don't know if you know this but left of the dial is a replacement song is it really yeah you know no one's ever told me that before so yeah well we're going to talk about some more music but First, we're going to take a little break to tell folks about stuff we've got coming up. Yep, here it is. Hey, Leftos. It's Andrea. And me, Kitsy. From the past or the future or from right now, depending on when you're listening to this episode. We're here to tell you about all the very cool stuff you're missing out on if you're not keeping up with us at leftofthedial.fm. That's right. Head over there now to check out tons of album reviews and essays by our fantastic music writers. And you'll get to watch our incredible live sessions with bands like Teenage Bigfoot, Take Today, and Proper. And you can pick up those live sessions at leftofthedial.bandcamp.com so you can take them with you wherever you go. It's also a great way to support us and the musicians you love because we split all of our profits with the artists there right down the middle. You can also join our Patreon where we'll have lots of behind-the-scenes footage, early access to live sessions, performances that you won't be able to find anywhere else, and lots of pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, he's so good. Follow us on Twitter at leftofthedialpc and Instagram at leftofthedialfm to keep up with everything we're doing and to see even more pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, and right now we're also looking for new music writers who want to get paid to write for us. So send our editor-in-chief an email with some writing samples and or pitches at jen at leftofthedial.fm. That's leftofthedial.fm. Celebrating independent music. Characters welcome. Never go to the post office again. My first love Feel simple. 
with you. Yeah, Maggie Gently is someone who I'm mad at myself and everyone I know for not uh, hipping me to sooner. Maggie Gently is a San Francisco-based artist um, on Refresh Records. So again, I don't know how. Yeah, how do we not know about I have no idea. Um, We're bad at our jobs. Some, sometimes. This whole album is fantastic. I've been listening to it like crazy. There is something in this album. There's a lot in this album, but it scratches the same itch in my brain that John Allison Weiss's music I see scratches. that. I definitely see that. These like really thoughtful, introspective, kind of like singer song mm -hmm. lyrics and songs, but that have these big pop like... Arrangements. Yeah, really yeah. like catchy... The EP that came out before, so this album was called Peppermint. It was released earlier this year. Mm -hmm. The EP before this was just called Good Cry, which. Great. Again, when I talk about scratching that itch in my brain that John Allison Weiss also mm -hmm. scratches, that's, it's the crying alone in the car yeah, itch. Definitely. That, that, yeah. I am going to read this from her bio because I love this. Maggie Gently's music is inspired by the heartbreaking intimacy of bands like Snail Mail and La 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 and the witchy coolness of Tancred. But Maggie also finds inspiration in Meg Hayert's Make It Mean It tarot-focused guided meditations, lesbian romance novels, and the Enneagram. So, that's again, a vibe. That's, I, it's like, again, I'm furious at anybody who is listening to this who already knew Maggie Gently and didn't send her our way. Yeah. You're all fired. You're all fired. But you can make it up to us and to Maggie Gently. Um, because you can see Maggie Gently playing at How Bizarre at 2.10 p.m. on Sunday. Great. In between Jack Senf and Paige Beller. A lot of cool ones at that venue that we're fans of, like uh, Bitch Seat and Thank You, I'm Sorry, and Maggie Gently now. Let's check it out. I can't wait to hear the rest of that record. Yeah, again, that's Peppermint out on Refresh. It's great. Maggie Gently is one of those where, like, I know you're listening to this two days before um, the Maggie Gently set, but... Go listen to the rest of this album while you're, like, waiting in line for a burrito or something. and But in your ears. Don't play it out on your phone like a jerk. Because everyone hates that. Everybody hates that. But um, And then go catch her set on Sunday because you'll wish you had. Yeah. Don't miss it or you'll be sad. Mm -hmm. That's the saying. That's the saying. Kids, we got one more song. We got one more song. What is it? I can't wait to know what it is because I don't know. I think I think you should just play it and then we'll t tell me and the listeners what it is.
anything else that we've listened to today. This sounds like fest to me. This is, it's high energy, it's anthemic, it's sing-along, it's infectious, it's, you know, I want to crush a PBR with my friends while I shout <laughs> along to a band. It's got that vibe, it's got that energy. Who is this? Well, I want to tell you the title first. Oh, okay. It's called Weird Florida. Weird Florida, okay. So it's it couldn't be more yeah. fest-ready. Although, it does say they're never going back to Florida. Okay, but that's like every, again, I what I thought you were going to say is, of everything you've heard, this sounds the most like my Andrea's shit because it's about a band wanting to leave their town or state. But I mean, never... also, yes. Also, yes. Yeah. And as much as I love New Jersey, we know that like... You live in Philly now. We know that like every New Jersey artist writes about wanting to leave New Jersey, even though most of them never do Bruce Springsteen. All the best Jersey songs are about wanting to leave Jersey by people who never leave Jersey. So I relate to this band. Just Camp Trash. Oh, okay. Yeah, Camp Trash is a band that I've been a fan of for a minute now. I just, we've never featured them. Um, I like Camp Trash a lot. And are they from Florida? They're from Florida. Okay. Um, where, where in Florida? Why you gotta get so specific? Because the listeners want to know. Orlando, maybe? I don't know. Where's Camp Trash from? It doesn't matter. You ask! <laughs> ah! I'm leaving that in. I would have edited it out. <laughs> Camp Trash. It's fine. If you're listening, where in Florida are you from? 1-800-LEFT-OF-THE-DIAL. Give us a call. <laughs> Let us know where you're from. They have been on tour with everybody we love over the last little while. And the fact that I just haven't been able to make it out to any of these shows is heartbreaking. Because I'm just going to, just again, to give you a little idea of the circles they run in. Give me some ideas. Um, they've been on tour with folks like Future Teens, Rat Tally, Expert Timing, Bitch Seat, and Thank You, I'm Sorry. So, like... That's that's the like, that's the family right there that they're kind of involved in. Uh, this album is really great. It is full of big, like you said, kind of like anthemic sing-alongs um, from people who just want to get out of their town. Um, I am just yeah, a big fan. Uh, one of the songs on this album, I'm just kind of looking, is another harsh Toyotathon, which is a really funny name. They also have great merch. Uh, somebody just posted a picture of a koozie that they're selling that says, like, I'm bisexual, I have ADHD, uh, and I'm drunk right now. Love good merch. I think you should get one of those at Fest and carry it around the whole time with Liquid Death. That's a great idea. In, in, the, in the koozie. Yeah. Um, Which, for those of you who don't know, is water. It's, it's water. It's just water. It's water. Um, it, I will say it was recorded in Orlando, Florida, so that could be where the band lives. Um, they live somewhere near Orlando, Florida, and near uh, can be whatever is in your heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, Camp Trash Rules. I'm excited to have a reason to, not that I need a reason, it's my podcast, so we can talk about whoever I want, whenever I want. It's our but podcast. It's our podcast. I didn't mean it wasn't yours, I just meant nobody gets to tell us what we... I do. This has been Left of the Dial. Nope. Camp Trash is playing Saturday, October 29th at Downtown Fats uh, for Fest at 910 in between Sun Sleeper and You Vandal. Uh, that's the stage where Piebald is playing one of two sets. I'm just listing that because I'm excited to see Piebald. Hey. What? You're part of it. Oh, my God.
I can't believe. I can't believe. Every time. Every, every, every time. I literally just said piebald. Every time. Is there anything else we need to actually say? There are so many bands playing Fest you should check out. Obviously, this is just six of them. Uh, and there are, you should check out more than six bands at Fest. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, did you really go all the way to Florida only check out six Seriously. bands? Seriously. You can, like, but literally, like, close your eyes and throw a dart at a... At a Line up and you will. But please don't because you might hit someone with a dart. There's yeah, a lot there's of people A there. lot of people at Fest. Um, and you're going to get a great show. So, so, so many. Some friends who are playing that we have featured before, which is why we're not talking about them. Signals Midwest. Mm-hmm. Dikembe. Signals Midfest. Signals Midfest. Dikemfest. That's nothing. River Fest Bay. River Bay. River Fest. Uh, Cat Bite. Cat Bite is playing. Cat Fest. Mikey Erg. Mikey Erg, the Erg. Which- you're, you're not going to be able to avoid yeah. whether you want to or not. You're going to see Mikey at some point. Last band I want to shout out, and then I'm going to do the thing where I close the podcast because we've been here Please hang for up the podcast. so long. Guilt is playing three sets. We oh, love Guilt. Guilt. We love Guilt. They're playing two cover sets back to back. Um, And I am so, so to, for real, they're playing at 110 at uh, Vicino's or Vicino's. I don't know how you say is it. Is that AM or PM? That's a really good question. Uh. PM. Okay. At Vicinos or Vicinos. If you're from Jersey or Philly, you're going to say Vicinos. I don't know how it's actually pronounced. But um, they're playing there at 1.10 p.m. between California Cousins and Velour Academy. But more importantly, on Sunday from 8.50 to 10 p.m., you can catch them playing a Thursday cover set and a turnstile cover set. And I'm... That's a wild ride. I'm so excited. I feel like... I, I don't know what band I would rather see cover those two bands specifically. Like, I can maybe think of bands I'd rather maybe see cover Thursday, mm-hmm. maybe see cover Turnstile. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a single band I'd want more to see cover both of those bands. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Okay. Hey, guess what? What? This has been left of the dial. Yeah. I keep getting distracted looking at these fucking set Stop lists. looking at it. We got to close the, we got to hit up the podcast. Hey, if you're listening to this and you're listening to this because you're hearing me say this, if you see us walking around. Don't approach (laughs) us. Do not. We're very anxious people. (laughs) Approach slowly with a snack in your hand. And then, yes, then you may approach. Um, Do come say hi. We might be very busy running around like loons. So I did say this last week already. Don't, don't, uh. Hold it against us if we look very harried and stressed, but we're very happy to see you. I will be carrying stickers. Come get a Lefto sticker or five. Um, I will be carrying audio recording equipment. You cannot have it. It's mine. So yeah, Fest is going to be a good time. Can't wait to see y'all and hear the good music. And keep your eyes on our site because we're going to have... if you. If you're listening to this and you can't make it to Fest, we've been doing this episode as if we're just assuming... Everyone can go to Fest. Everyone can go to Fest, which is not the case. Um, But the good news is, because we're going to Fest, we're going to get to bring you so much Fest back with us. Yeah. So keep your eyes on our website. We're going to get everyone a burrito. Yep. And we're going to bring it back and we're going to mail it to you. Mm -hmm. Nope. Nope. We're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Our our lawyers are saying no. Damps.com. Nope. We're going to bring so much Fest back to you. Our Patreon is going to be full of extra content. Mm-hmm. Our main page is going to be full of stuff. We've got so much planned. Um, so, so yeah, like subscribe. <laughs> what do you do Smash with the website? Smash that thumbs up button. Uh, yeah. Bookmark that page. Yeah. 
so yeah, do all that. And we'll have so much to share with you. And we can't wait. I have been left of no. Hey. You're part of it. No, God damn Do you think it. you were going to get me? No, I was going to do something else, but never mind. Oh, okay, just, go just, ahead. No, go just, ahead. just go hang ahead. up the podcast. Hey, Kitsy. What? You're part of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. This has been Left of the Dial. I've been Andrea. Kitsy has been <laughs> just totally stressed. I'm gone. I'm left. <laughs> no longer here. This has been Left of the Dial. I've been Andrea. Kitsy's been my co-host. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. And if I don't see you in a long, long while, I try to find you left of the dark.